0: It's important for parents to understand that pre-K is not just coloring and knowing the ABCs in a song. It's a lot more exposure that gets them ready for kinder. And when they get to kinder, they're going to be at a higher level and ready to take off because they already know the sounds, they already know how to, the numbers, so they they have a head start. In the pre-K-3 classroom, we saw a student who was playing with blocks. So a parent might think that their child is just having free time to play in blocks. But it was very important to notice that the student was talking with the paraprofessional staff, using language. He had to come with a plan. What am I going to create today? He knew the space that was left, so really it was connecting him with math, as well as using those language skills and thinking skills to decide, hmm, what do I need next to create what I've hoped to build.
1: I teach pre-K four-year-olds bilingual kids. During our Waters workshop, we'll be learning how to draw a horse. We use shapes to draw basic shapes like squares, triangles, circles, and we talk a lot about lines, straight lines, long lines, short lines. That's a vocabulary we use during our writing. We use the verbal path when we learn how to write letters. In Clear Creek ISD,
0: Pre-K teachers are required to have an early childhood certification, a special education certification, and either an ESL certification or bilingual certification. All of these certifications are teaching certifications through the state of Texas. You know when you come into my classroom people see children playing and singing and dancing but there's always a purpose, there's always an underlying, I want them to experience this. I want them to experience that. I want them to build, and, and instead of saying, oh, how tall are you? Well, you know, build it up. Oh, I wonder how tall, how many blocks did you use? So I'm using math skills. I'm using their, their building skills, their thinking. The kids are either reading when they come to us, which is great, and if they're not reading, they know their letters and their sounds, and they're right on that verge of starting to read. They have one-to-one correspondence when they're doing math, so they're able to count, um, so they definitely have an upper, upper advantage on the students that don't go to pre-k.
1: I have four children that went through the pre-k program. They were all foster children, so they all qualified for the pre-k program at Stewart. When I got them, they didn't have a lot of boundaries and they didn't have a lot of, um, a lot of language development. So uh, with the pre-K program, we were able to develop structure and developmental objectives and reach those little milestones like from counting, learning, alphabet. It was just an incredible program. And they all became very strong readers. The difference I've seen between my Axel son since he started the pre-K program is that he's asking more academic questions versus irrelevant questions that didn't have an academic focus. He asked about like where the rain comes from, with the, the scientific process, the rain cycle, things that, that for his age really surprised me.
0: We know that research tends to say that students who are considered economically disadvantaged, homeless, they've been under foster care, that often these students are not successful, or they? have lack of opportunities in order to allow them to be successful, but what we've seen here at Stewart is that students who participate in our program, no matter their background, no matter their economic standing, that if they participate in our pre-K program, that they too can be successful. I'm Joy, and I'm in pre-K, and I am full. I'm learning my letters, and my favorite thing to do at pre-K is make books and learn how to read. It's sheep book joy. Ba Happy. Sheep are happy for their coat.